The Talk Shop. A very good evening to you and welcome to the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I am Masachaba Mdolo. It's a Thursday, so we've got our mover and shaker up front and center. Warren Herter is the solar team project manager at the University of Johannesburg. And he'll be telling us about the recently unveiled Ilanga Two solar-powered vehicle, and then after that, we will be talking about Think Sales Leadership Convention 2014. We'll be catching up with one of the speakers who will be doing a presentation entitled "Differentiate or Die." Richard Mulholland, a columnist for Longevity and Destiny Man magazines, joining us on the line. In the second hour tonight, we've got our relationship corner coming your way, and we're talking about how sex and money are being used as power tools in relationships and how to change this dynamic if this is taking place in your relationship. Andre Retif, a relationship coach, will be joining us on the line. Of course, as always, we've got our African affirmations coming your way, brought to you by the Iskia Institute. And tonight we wrap up by focusing on the Siabuswa Educational Improvement and Development Trust. It's a not-for-profit organization that uh, aims to increase the number of matriculants in the community who would be able to qualify for further studies in the maths and science disciplines at tertiary level. Vusin Dala, CEO of the Siabuswa Educational Improvement and Development Trust, will will be joining us on the line and telling us about their vision 2022. That is the lineup for the talk shop tonight. I am Masachaba Mdolo. Let's get right into it. Getting up close with our mover and shaker. And uh, he is Warren Herter, the solar team project manager at the University of Johannesburg. The team recently unveiled the new Ilanga 2, a solar powered vehicle. It's produced by UJ students and industry partners. Warren Herter is completing his MNG degree on research that supports the UJ Solar Car Build. He has been participating and managing the UJ Solar Team when they started as undergrads in 2011. And he joins us this evening. A very, very warm welcome to you, Warren, and thank you so much for joining us. Welcome onto the talk shop. Great. Thank you very much for having me. Tell us about Ilanga too. We want to talk about Warren, but we cannot ignore the recently unveiled Ilanga 2. Well, Ilanga 2 is, as you've read, a solar-powered car. Uh, runs off nothing but the sun. Uh, with this vehicle, we can do about 120 kilometers an hour running off just the sun. So it's quite a unique vehicle. And when you say it runs off the sun, in what way? I mean, are there, are there batteries involved? Um, what happens if there's no sun? Um, well, we have a, a solar panel which is based across the top, which is also quite a unique part of this vehicle. We're the first team in the world to use this type of solar technology. And then built into the vehicle, we also have our lithium-ion battery pack, similar to your, your cell phone batteries, but a, a unique pack that, that we can drive when the sun is not shining. How did you get involved in this? Um, well, we started as undergraduates, um, finishing off our degree. We needed to do a, a sort of research project, and we reached a point where we realized, you know, we can actually build this. So we started with our first vehicle, Ilanga 1, back in 2011. This was sort of our prototype, um, just putting together a car, seeing if we can actually do it. And then in 2012, we built another vehicle, uh, which we called Ilanga 1.1, which was sort of a, an interim vehicle. <laughs> this was sort of our, our test platform for Ilanga 2, which we just finished a race with, actually. Uh, we, we raced across South Africa. We did a, a 3,000-kilometer race, and we're quite proud of what we've done. Tell us about uh, this race. I mean, how 
you know, what, what were you aiming for and what are the highlights of it? What were the achievements? Uh, well, there was a number of international competition that came across to this event. Um, so we raced from Pretoria down to Cape Town uh, doing various loops in between. So and this, when you talk about competition, you're talking about other solar-powered vehicles? Yes, other solar-powered vehicles. There was uh, 11 in total. Uh, we had a team from um, Turkey, a team from Holland, uh, a number of South African teams as well. So quite, quite stiff competition in the end. And uh, how did you do? Uh, well, not as well as we would have hoped, to be honest. Um, we, we had a few problems. We had a bit of a crash, actually, on day three. But um, being a tenacious little team, we, we managed to fix everything. Uh, we lost about two days of the race, but we managed to get back on track and actually finish the race. So we're very proud of what we've done. And the aim was to finish the race, or was it to walk away with at least a prize, some kind of, of recognition? Honest, we, we were arrogant. We went into this race. We wanted to win. <laughs> we, we were arrogant. <laughs> that's not arrogance. That's called a mission, Warren. <laughs> that's the one. But we're not finished yet. Uh, we've actually uh, we finished the race about three days ago, um, and now we're preparing for the next one. So we're jumping straight into it. The next race is the World Solar Challenge, which will be in Australia. So racing across the Australian outback against about 42 different teams. So a massive event. We're talking to Warren Herter, Solar Team Project Manager at the University of Johannesburg. We're talking about uh, new Ilanga 2, a solar-powered vehicle. And we are taking your calls on 0891-104-207, or SMS 34701. Our SMS number is 34701, and SMSs are charged at 2 Rand to join our discussion. The Talk Shop. This is the talk shop on SAFM 104 to 107. I am Masachaba Mdolo in conversation with our mover and shaker Warren Herter, the solar team project manager at the University of Johannesburg, talking about Ilanga 2, a solar powered vehicle. Taking your calls on 0891 104207, 0891 104207, or SMS us on 34701, and SMSs are charged at 2 Rand. Now, Warren, you say that, um, you know, um, taking part in the Sassol Solar Challenge was wonderful and you were arrogant going into it thinking you'll walk away with a <laughs> yes, prize. Yes. But you did get the Technology and Innovation Award that you received in 2012 as well. Yes, yes, you are correct. Yeah, um, that's an award. Yeah, we're definitely proud of that. Uh, we, we really pushed the boundaries of what we did with the vehicle. I mean, if you look at the solar panels to start with, uh, ESCOM assisted us with that, and we got the best solar panels in the world. I mean, if you look at the likes of the Mars Rover, which which a lot of people have read about, we had very similar solar panels on our car. So you can understand a bunch of students working with this type of technology is quite incredible. And working with 3D printing technology and uh, advanced composites became quite a, un- a unique aspect for us. Clearly, it's not cheap. No, definitely so not. So how, how are the students putting all this together? Um, well, part of that is to, to get sponsors involved, uh, get collaborators involved. Um, so we, we go out and we find different companies to support us from technical aspects to financial aspects. Um, so as I say, ESCOM got us our solar panels, RS Components assisted us with components itself. Um, we had Siemens assist us financially. So, so we have a lot of different companies assisting us, um, and, and that's what really what makes it happen. Tell us about the team. Well, the team is comprised of uh, mechanical engineers, electrical engineers, and industrial designers as well. So we try and not just build a car, but try and make it look good as well. Um, there's more to it there than that as well. We've got an educational program behind it, so we take the vehicle to schools. Uh, we promote science and technology within the university. Um, so there, there's quite a few aspects of it that we try and promote. Because that's the question that uh, I wanted to ask next in terms of how does this apply to your studies 
and how does this apply to promoting science and technology in you know in in communities so when you take the the, the car to the schools are we talking about special days here how do schools get in touch with you because i mean this is something amazing and to be talking to south african students that are doing this that are making this reality happen we're talking here about alternative energy powering a car that's phenomenal Uh, it really is uh, it's a fantastic project to be involved in Um, and anyone can really contact us go to our website uh, ujsolar.co.za and you can contact us there we're happy to go to any school we go to exhibitions to science centers to just get the word out on what we're doing i mean this is a research and development platform Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of spin-offs in what we're doing we're promoting alternative energy and we're promoting engineers you say it's a research and energy platform, but what is the ultimate aim with this? Are you, how is this going to feed into industry at the end of the day? Well, um, I always like to use the, the Formula One model. You'll never see these cars driving around, but what goes into them, you see in everything. So, so we have students working on advanced electronics, making them more efficient. So there's spin-offs of that going into industry, producing things locally. I mean, that was one of our main drives on this project, not to just import everything, to have students sitting there physically making circuit boards and making battery packs, all of those. So we develop not only technology, but we develop skills. You spoke about the batteries that are coming from Germany, I think it is. Yes, um, yes. Uh, what, what are the chances that uh, students are going to be developing these batteries and even better versions in the future? Well, I think it's, there's a lot of research that needs to go into that, that aspect, but mm-hmm. it is happening. Um, this is a starting point. This is a platform. So from here, we branch off into different, different avenues. So, so as I say, it's, it's a starting point for us, but we can definitely grow from what we're doing. Tell us about the UJ Energy Movement and how does it fit in with with uh, Ilanga too? Uh, well, basically, this is sort of a, a, an overhead picture of what we're doing. We're not only building a solar car. We've, in fact, built hybrid vehicles before in 2012, um, and we're building um, other vehicles for an event called the Shell Eco Marathon, which is coming up. So we've got students across the board involved, and we've got a society where anyone can join. It doesn't have to just be students. Anyone can get involved and, and find out what we're doing, follow us on Twitter, follow us at our events, get involved in our events. So we're trying to branch out as much as we can. And uh, when you say anyone can get involved, in what capacity? Is it just about uh, being liking and, and being a fan or is it about actively participating and learning more about uh, alternative energy powering motor vehicles? Well, if you join us on our website, uh, you can become part of our mailing list and then we, we send out information about events that are coming up um, and we welcome anyone to come and join us and actually help us at these events. Come and stand with us on the stand and explain what the car is all about and learn from us um, so we can, we can get as many people involved as possible. Tell us about Ilanga 2 and its technology. I mean, we've spoken about the batteries, um, but essentially it's solar-powered. Yes. Um, well, we used quite a different technology on our on our vehicle. As I say, we used space grade technology. So, so we had a very small um, array which we would charge our batteries with. Um, if I had to compare it, pretty much, if you had to boil a kettle, that's the amount of energy we would get out of our array. And with that, we could do 100 kilometers an hour. So, so to to actually pull that off, you need to to have efficiency across the board. So, so from mechanical components to make sure that they are nice and accurate to to lightweight electronics. So, so every aspect of the vehicle we had to design individually. So this is where so many collaborators came in to actually produce this vehicle. Speed, is it an issue? I mean, 100 kilometers an hour? 
Well, the vehicle is, is built in accordance with um, the FIA regulations, which is the same as a Formula One body. So, so it is a very safe vehicle. Uh, for instance, just uh, one example, our roll bar, we need to design it to withstand 1.6 tons. So that's, that's quite a load on a little roll bar. So we need to do a lot of physical testing to make sure that the driver is safe. That is our number one priority across the, ve- across the board. So, so it's a lot of design work that goes into it to make sure that it is an efficient vehicle. But it's a lot of fun. Okay. So speed is not the issue here. Not really. It's more about efficiency. If you look at our yeah. race strategy, we look at, we analyze weather data, we analyze road conditions, we look at potholes, we look at road inclination. We've got an entire mathematical model of the vehicle. So it's not just a case of build a car and race it. You need to figure out based on all these variables how fast you can go. So a lot of maths involved. And um, again, I go back to the issue of the sun because I mean, the minute we hear solar powered, we're thinking, if there's no sun, what then happens? Um, how does it impact on the speed of the vehicle? Well, it does impact. Um, we, we have a lot of weather information. So three days in advance in terms of the race, we can plan ahead. We can figure out how fast we can go. But we do have a battery pack, so we can drive off, off of that as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, cloudy conditions doesn't mean you're not charging. Uh, if you've got very good solar panels, you're charging all the time. So it's not a case of a cloud comes over and you don't have any more energy. Solar panels are, in fact, very efficient. And you have... One of the best solar panels. We, yeah, you know, we we're not yeah. talking here about just any kind of solar panel. When we come back, I want to get up close with Warren Hurt. I want to find out how he got involved in this. What was the draw for him? He is uh, currently um, doing his uh, MNG degree on research that is supporting the UJ, UJ solar car build. And we'll be talking about that as well when we come back in conversation with our mover and shaker Warren Herter, the solar team project manager at the University of Johannesburg. He's telling us about uh, the Ilanga 2, a solar-powered vehicle. And we are taking your calls on 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207, or SMS 34701. SMS number is uh, 34701, and SMSs are charged at 2 Rand. Warren, just before the break, we, I was asking about speed. Um, but Ilanga 2 is aerodynamically designed. Yes, Would correct. this not make it lighter and very very fast then um well as i say it's designed for efficiency so we're not trying to push the speed limits uh it's it's designed to be a road vehicle uh, if you look at the vehicle we've got headlights indicators brake lights you name it so so when we hit the road we drive the speed limit the idea is to drive the speed limit as efficiently as possible and to use as little energy as possible i mean just to give you an idea on our, our last day of racing we were managing 80 kilometers an hour using the equivalent of what it would take to, to charge your cell phone. So to be able to, to do that is, is quite impressive, to be able to run off that little energy. What And, and the future? I mean, are we going to be seeing little Ilangas? Okay, I understand that we're talking about probably about Ilanga 4 um, or 5 on our roads. <laughs> but, I mean, what, what is the time span? Have you set yourself any kind of time span to say, this is when we want to go commercial with this? This is when we want to start looking at, uh, you know, putting it on, on, onto, the, onto the machines and, and manufacturing this? Well, um, we'd like to eventually go that route and try and produce these type of vehicles in general. But, mm. but uh, you'd look at hybrid vehicles, which you're already seeing today. Uh, having mm. solar powered is, is just an auxiliary to to your vehicle but but i think it's more a household type of of initiative producing efficient electronics to use within a household using lightweight materials on existing vehicles so it's more branched out than just having a solar car it's it's more spread out across industries
And are you looking at uh, patenting any of these products in the near future? Uh, we have a few provisional patents out already. Um, we, we've looked at uh, the, how we use our 3D print technique printing technology, excuse me, um, and how we use our materials as well. So so we do have patents. We do have um, uh, academic papers out as well on what we're doing. So a lot of research is going into every aspect of this vehicle. Is this through the UJ Energy Movement? Yes, through the UJ Energy Movement, correct, yeah. And um, how did you get involved in this? I know that, you know, it's, it's yeah, he said students got together um, and, you know, it, I hear you, absolutely sounds great, but there's got to be something that appealed to you. Uh, you know, when somebody said, how about a solar-powered car? Well, it it was an interesting one, I'll be honest, and I'll, I might get into a bit of trouble for saying this. but Go I, ahead, go ahead. We caught trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a few academics tell us, it's not possible, you'll never get it right. So so we decided to prove them wrong. So that's that's our starting point, really. But, I, I you know, at, at, for you to approach the academics, this idea must have started somewhere. Well, and 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 when you know and it must have germinated because you designed you're one of the designers of the car am i yes, correct yes correct you, what, what 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 is it about every in every grown man there's a little boy who's saying i want my own car kind of thing i, I think <laughs> so as an engineer you generally want to go in the automotive route or look at building your own things i mean it's it's one thing to do a little paper design but to actually have a car sitting there that you can look at and be proud of that's just a whole nother ball game. And I mean, to learn so much from it, uh, working with industry. I mean, the one thing that amazed me from this project, which is what I've really taken out of it, is having worked with industry that, that just knows so much. We've got so much expertise in this country. It's just incredible. And we, we get to work with them every day on this project. So, so money cannot buy that. You just learn so much from this project. But also for me, it really just highlights how we need to start exploring alternative uh, energy sources in this country, solar specifically. So all the arguments that have been used in the past about no, solar will not be able to power a huge power plant or even if a huge factory or manufacturing industry is going to have problems with solar power. You guys are kicking all those out of, out of the ballpark. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it is possible. It's, it needs to happen. South Africa has so much sunlight and we're just not using it. There's energy going to waste every single day that, that the sun comes up. We should be using it. And how then can we start using this energy? I mean, you spoke about how you're using the power that, um, you know, that, that, that will power up a cell phone um, to travel at 80 kilometers an hour. That's remarkable. How do, how do we translate this into our homes, into ensuring that we're utilizing these power in our homes and reducing our carbon footprint? Well, we need to start moving towards it. Uh, we, we're so stuck in our ways, to be honest. We need to start looking at getting solar panels on our roofs, getting um, solar water heaters on our roofs. I mean, that's happening already. We mm -hmm. need to start utilizing it more, saving energy. There are companies out there that are willing to do this. They, they have the technology to do it, and we're just bettering it as we go. So we need to start opening our eyes and seeing the alternatives that are available. Have you always wanted to be an engineer? I think so, yes. Uh, I've always gotten in trouble at home as well, taking apart little components, <laughs> the toaster lying in pieces, uh, that type of thing, which generally just, just pushed me in that direction. How do we get as many young people in South Africa interested in um, exploring maths and science and technology? Well, 
you've got to make it fun, really. Uh, people look at math and science and they don't understand why they're doing it. I'll, I'm the same. When I was in high school, I didn't understand why am I doing maths? Why am I doing geometry? It makes no sense. But then you suddenly look at a car. Geometry is one aspect of it. I designed the suspension system on the car. That is just geometry. That's nothing else. Geometry and mathematics end-to-end. -end. If you look at the shape of the car, it is a mathematical model coming out of spreadsheets mm -hmm. to produce that shape. Mm -hmm. So maths can be beautiful. It can be something amazing. You just need to understand it. But how do we make it easy for our learners to understand? I mean, I talk about uh, an example of my time at school, um, and I was like, but why do I need to study geometry? What am I going to use it for in in my future when I'm an adult? And my teacher said, well, if you want to cut down a tree, then I was like, I'll hire somebody to cut down a tree. <laughs> but it, it's exactly what you're saying, that you know, young people need to understand how they can apply this in their everyday lives and how this is going to benefit them in the future using practical examples. How do we translate that into our basic education system? We have huge challenges with that's teaching um, and learning of maths and science still. It is a challenge. Um, that's why we have our energy movement. We're trying to move this into the syllabus of high schools. Um, if you look at the, the Bloodhound supersonic car, which is another example, they've got a fantastic educational program. We've worked with them as well um, because we're trying to follow the same model. Try and get a little solar car in, in the classroom and they can start to understand and we just have a little fact sheet explaining this is where your maths and science is going. You can one day be this person. I mean I'm not much older than a lot of these high school students so one day they can be doing what I'm doing. They can be bettering what I'm doing with pleasure. I mean I'll, I can tell you I'm not the smartest engineer. I, I struggled to get through my degree. It was hard work. I failed a lot of subjects on the way. <laughs> but I'm being a little too honest here. So but, the man who's completing his MEng degree and this is a master in engineering degree Yes. So, you know, yeah. Um, and he's built, as he said, um, uh, the uh, Ilanga 2, the solar-powered vehicle. He worked on Ilanga 1, Ilanga 1.1. So, I'm not so sure about this not being the brightest, hey? Well, it's, <laughs> anything's possible if you're committed. Uh, it's, it's all more about hard work than anything else. If, you, if you're committed and you, you put the time in, you can learn a lot and you can accomplish a lot. I want to talk about uh, the collaboration with teachers and trying to get teachers excited, trying to get teachers to also, um, you know, uh, embrace the practical examples that we were talking about, embrace the excitement that goes with seeing a solar-powered vehicle. Ilanga to Warren Herter, Solar Team Project Manager at the University of Johannesburg, joining us in our studios. He is a mover and shaker. The Talk Show. This is the talk shop on SAFM 104 to 107. I am Masichaba Mdolo in conversation with our mover and shaker Warren Herter, the solar team project manager at the University of Johannesburg. He has been participating and managing the UJ solar team when they started as undergrads in 2011. He is busy completing his image degree on research that looks at the UJ solar car build and he has designed the mechanics of Langa to a solar powered vehicle. Uh, we are taking your calls 0891 104207, 0891 104207, or SMS 34701. SMS number is 34701, and SMSs are charged at two rand. We were talking about um, the need to make science and technology make that happen because it's not every day that the UJ Solar team can be there and assist the teachers and, and show the young people these uh, these cars. Well, 
I think they, sh- they should come and contact us, uh, as I say, through our website. Uh, we've got a lot of content. Uh, we've got a lot of information that's gone into this car that we, we're happy to share with school teachers so they can learn from it and understand what's gone into this car and see how they can use it in their classroom. But is there assistance for them? I mean, it's not everybody who's going to be able to understand, you know, some of the finer details of the, the manufacturing of this car, the solar-powered vehicle. Otherwise, then... We'd all be doing it. For sure. Well, uh, we'd, as I say, we'd like them to work with us. Uh, we, we're very new at this as well, so we're learning as we go along. We want to broaden our horizon. So if school teachers can come to us and we can, we can sit and discuss how we can actually fit this into their curriculum, we, we, we're happy to do it. And what's next for Warren? I mean, are you going to be at UJ managing uh, the solar project um, for a while? Are you looking at going into academia? Um, are you looking at going into, into business? Uh, it's a very good question. Um, well, as you say, we've got the World Solar Challenge coming up towards the end of 2015 where we want to compete against all of these various uh, uh, international competition. But uh, other than that, uh, I'd like to move into industry and, and start making a difference there as well. Uh, I can't stay at the university forever, unfortunately. Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I'm academic, <laughs> now that everyone knows I've failed so many subjects. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'd like to move into industry and, and just keep doing interesting things. What? What do you think when you hear some of the news reports around how we're struggling, especially with maths and science in this country, how, you know, maths literacy is replacing um, maths and, and more and more learners are being driven towards maths literacy because it's easier? Well, I think what, what goes through your mind when you hear all these stories and read some of the stuff? I think... Uh Right from the start, students are misinformed. They don't understand where maths and science will take them. They don't get that it is everything, really. Uh, if you want to do anything real, if you want to produce something, you need the know-how. So that is your language to start with, to actually produce anything in engineering or in, in virtually any industry, really. But how easy is it to actually produce anything? I've, I've spoken and, and I know of a couple of young, innovative um, uh, you know, people who have uh, patented or have tried to, you know, a uh, solar-powered car. There was a guy, young guy in Limpopo, who came up with a solar-powered car as well. Um, there was uh, the uh, um, young guy who uh, started a, um, an almost uh, electrical vuvuzela, but not, you know, mechanized vuvuzela. Okay. But th- th- there's all kinds of, of innovative um, drives going on, initiatives going on in this country, but the problem is to get them out there, to get them to market. Um, is, is there something that uh, UJ Solar is looking at? Have you even considered it? Uh, well, we've looked at a few of the things that we're doing within the vehicle, but uh, I can tell you it's it's tough. Uh, you will fail a lot. Uh, we, we've failed on our own vehicle. I mean, as I say, we crashed on day three. Mm. We, we were virtually out of the race, so expect failure, but take it as as a good thing you learn from failure uh, i mean our very first car could barely do 40 kilometers an hour it was not not the most efficient vehicle around but it didn't stop us from producing another two so you will fail you expect to fail but do not stop that's that's all i can say uh, you need to come up with new ideas you need to be creative and not be scared to be creative to try new things and do whatever you can uh, just get the word out there social media is a fantastic platform to really get out there what what you are doing so mm. so talk to the media and try and try and get people to know what you are doing what motivates you what motivates mm. me or who motivates you who do you look up to who do you look at and think now that's where i'd like to be in about 15 20 years time even 10 
Well, I think in the short term, uh, my, my supervisor, Nikki Jans von Rensburg, she's, she's a great motivation. She really supports us through this project, um, through our master's degrees and on the project itself. Uh, during the race, she was with us fixing the car on the side of the road uh, and you name it. But uh, looking ahead, uh, uh, the likes of Elon Musk, uh, a world-famous entrepreneur, really. I mean, he's he's got this a scientific background. I'd love to walk in his shoes one day and sort of achieve what he's achieved. And um, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Is it the excitement of working on Ilanga 2? Well, Is it the team that you, you work with? Well, I think it's it's a combination of both. Uh, this vehicle is so unique in that no two days are the same. You're literally figuring things out every single day, which is fantastic. You have to think every day outside of the box. Uh, and then having a team behind you as well, supporting supporting everyone. Uh, we're all motivated. Like I say, when we crashed, I was worried everyone was going to just fall apart. But this team just pulled together and suddenly two days later, we were on the road again. So having guys who are who have the same goal as you. To, we just want mm-hmm. to do well mm-hmm. and I, I like the story about crashing within the first three days of the race uh, yes they crashed but they managed to fix the car and they went on to win the technology and innovation award at the challenge so that in itself talks about perseverance and how it does pay off um, I want to take Haley in Johannesburg Haley, good evening to you and welcome hi good evening ma'am to you and to Warren congratulations and the great success in African soil eh? Great, thank you very much. Uh, it's a wonderful, you know, I'm really, really very mad about technology. Everything which attracts me into interesting me is about technology. Mm. When, when I look at the universe, you know, Galileo first, he invented telescopy and uh, he saw the whole universe and the other planets. Mm. There are many technology innovation today, this is a result of the technology, the result of the science and the mathematics. Mm, mm. So I really say everything is positive. You know what? I want to say something about when I see the plane crash everywhere around the world, it breaks my heart. And in 1999, I tried to design something to stop the plane crash. And I have a formula in my hand. I say, you know, I spoke to one of the consultants of the engineering I give this idea and how do we can stop the plane? I have a great idea in my mind. Mm. And I can see it up to now. It's everything is possible. Absolutely. Nothing is impossible. I say, I say you must carry on and your production will be sold around the world. And we will be proud about Ilanga too in Africa and in the world. We, the people of Africans, we can also invent, you know, Absolutely. a lot of Definitely. innovations, a lot of things are there. But in South Africa, in the Africa, we do not give the priority for the technology and the idea. Hey, so the idea, we hear uh, well, well, can I finish the point? Yes, quickly. The idea, the idea of the poor man dies with, with him for a lifetime. And we have a lot of idea. I invent a game. Yes, we get the, we get the just, I think we get the point, Haley, that you're trying to make that there's a lot yeah. of uh, inventing going on. And, uh, thank you very, very much for thank the you. call. Um, you know, innovators, inventors like Haley, what advice would you give to them? He says he's got this wonderful idea that would, uh, see a minimizing, if not a complete eradication of plane crashes. Well, um, you'd have to get your idea on paper, uh, first of all, and then talk to, to engineers who can have a look at it and see how feasible it is. You need to get as much information together as possible before you go ahead with any idea, especially in aviation. Uh, the, the rules and regulations there are very strict. You're playing with people's lives. So, mm-hmm. so they definitely need to talk to people who know what they're doing and start to analyze, analyze the idea and then go from there.
And it goes back to what you were saying, that it's not everybody who's going to embrace it. There are going to be people who are going to be saying, this is not going to work. You're out of your mind, Haley. Tell us about what, what was it in you that when the academics, I mean, these are, these are like the gurus on campus. These are the experts saying, no, that's not going to work. What was it in you guys that had you thinking, no, we're, we're going to make it work? It's a very good question. <laughs> um, well, we were just motivated. We don't care what these old foggies say. <laughs> you can make this work. Uh, we, 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 were, we were adamant. Uh, we, we, we saw what other teams around the world have been doing, and we thought, you know, we're South African. Why can't we do the same? Why can't we pull it off as well? We've got the know-how here. We've got engineers in the university. We've got lecturers who can support us. Why not? That was our question. Why not? So you had you had people who were the cheerleaders. Yes. You definitely. had the academics. You had the you know um, the experts that were the cheerleaders. Yes. Um, all you did was not listen to the naysayers and focus on those that were positive. Exactly. About what Stay you were positive. proposing and putting on the table. For sure. Exactly. Absolutely amazing. And we wish you the best of luck, Warren. What would you say to a young guy who is still in school? who is battling with maths but loves to tinker around and put things together, break things up, as you say, and put them back together again, who is thinking, I'm going to make it, although, you know, I'm not the brightest and, and, and you know, the, the cleverest in the class. Well, I'd say, I mean, I, I struggled with maths and science as well. It's, it's just something that you have to do. You need to understand that there are not everything is going to be fun. Not everything is enjoyable. There are hard yards that you have, to, you have to take. You have to take the steps to know enough to actually achieve what you want to achieve. So focus on your maths and science. Make sure that you do well and get into university and study further. Like I say, I mean, our engineering degree, the first few, few years are, are hard. They're terrible. And you, again, you don't understand why you're doing it. And then suddenly you get to the end, you see the light at the end of the tunnel and everything suddenly makes sense. So stick to it and eventually you'll understand why you are doing this. Who cheers you on? Just before we wrap up, who cheers Warren Herter on? Because there've got to be people in, you know, in your corner who, when things are going are not going according to plan, when you're failing those subjects in uh, the <laughs> in the engineering degree, they're saying no, hang in there, dude. It's well, gonna I, happen. I have my fiance who backs me a lot. Uh, she makes sure that I, I don't quit. Uh, she's definitely a, a big cheerleader in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, she keeps me going. Uh, and then, as I say, lecturers, uh, Nikki keeps us going as well. You know, there are times when you. Struggle but you've just got to keep, keep your head up and keep moving. Like that, perseverance is how you get ahead. Warren Herter, Solar Team Project Manager at the University of Johannesburg. Thank you so, so much for joining us this evening. Really pre- a pleasure having you with us. Sure, thank you very much for having me. Talking about Ilanga 2, it's currently uh, Ilanga 2, but uh, we're going to be seeing it on our roads, I'm sure, soon. In this lifetime, it's a solar-powered vehicle, and uh, Warren is leading the team at the University of Johannesburg. If you want more information, their website is UJ ujsolar.co.za ujsolar.co.za and you'll get all the information about the team you'll get uh, to be able to communicate with them you can sign in and create your own profile and be able to communicate with them and, and download their blogs there's blogs on there that tell you about what the team is up to and some of the frustrations that they face and some of the wonderful um, achievements that uh, they uh, have so it's really an interactive blog that will allow you to communicate with the UJ Solar team. It's ujsolar.co.za. Thank you very much to our mover and shaker, Warren Herter.